Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Game time decisions begins now. I am Marenzi, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead Cam Stewart, SP Nation, radio, the loudest station in the nation. Let's do this thing. We've got a ton of stuff to get to on the program, a Twisted Tuesday edition of Game Time Decisions. Kevin Walsh, fly, Eagles, fly. Kevin Walsh will step up and in. We'll get his take on the Philadelphia Eagles uh, draft. We have a lot of National Football League news. Uh, the ratings are right across the board for the National Football League draft. And uh, shocking, a lot of people watched. And uh, when we say a lot of people, we're talking about 15 million people on uh, the opening night, 8 million on uh, Friday, even the weekend Saturday that uh, normally nobody watches. Uh, people did uh, over the weekend. And uh, Cam, uh, you know, uh, we like to keep people up to date as far as uh, the reality check. That's what this segment's called. It's the Sports Rage reality check. And I always like to, you know, it was nice to have the draft. Uh, but then after, it was sort of like the, ooh, party's over, Cam. Ugh, like, now what, right? Nobody really wants to bring that up. Like, all right, NFL football, what about the win totals? I'm like, where are they playing? Are there fans? Where are they playing? Is it a neutral field? Are they playing in their own stadiums? When's the season starting? And people say... Well, you know, September's so far away, nobody knows what's going to happen. It's not about September being far away. They had the draft on time camp, but now their mini camps, their rookie mini camps are canceled. Suddenly, the, the real mini camp will be canceled. Next thing you know, training camp will be postponed, i.e., the regular season uh, postponed. But we finally have something substantial here, I think, and something that we can actually, that's realistic, okay? And May 9th, the National Football League is supposed to put a schedule out. They're in a tough spot to do that right now. But they're in the process of doing it, Cam. And the contingency plan is basically to kick off in mid-October. I love not, it. Not mid-September, not early. So not September 10th, which would have yep. been the first game, the Thursday nighter. It's at least it's realistic they know, okay, that's not happening. We're not kicking off the first week of September, but we're also not canceling things. So plan number one, supposedly right now, the report is that they start in mid-October, there's no bye week, and the Super Bowl would be the last Sunday of February, February the 28th. I personally think they're still going to get pushed back about a month. I think the National Football League season is going to probably start in mid-November or so. That's just my own personal opinion, Cam. But at least this is sort of somewhat of a realistic as opposed to baseball. Oh, yeah, we're going to start uh, May 1st practicing. <laughs> I'll tell you this, Gabe. Uh, when I read the article, I thought it was very well done, and it, it is realistic. At least football is thinking about all the things that can happen, and I think it's a good idea. I think in mid-October it's going to be fine, and we talk about these bye weeks in this season. Screw the bye weeks. That's what they said. And to your plan, if we go extended, we're definitely not going to have any, and that's fine with me. I think in the way things are going, it's going to be a weird season anyway. You talked about the no mini camps, whatever. This makes sense, and at least football does have a plan. I agree with you 100%. Like, hockey's like, yeah, we're, we, we're going to have some sites. We're thinking about, you know, Carolina, Toronto. Football has a definite plan, and I'm with you, and I think it's realistic. Even if fans are not in the seats, October, mid-October, I'm fine with that not starting in September. No bye weeks. I think the National Football League is thinking we can play in the stadiums. 
Like, we don't have to have a neutral field or anything. We don't have yeah. to go to a state. I think they think by October, November, you know, Cuomo will let them play. Or yeah. I should say Phil Murphy. He's the one in charge, the governor of, uh, <laughs> of New Jersey. It's not Cuomo. It's New York Jets, New York Giants. But it's actually right. Phil Murphy in New Jersey that has a say. But, you know, I'm just stating, and, and it's the same thing. Like, the New York, New Jersey area, they work in conjunction. It's, Cam, everybody lives and works in New Jersey. Yeah, like, if cheaper. people have the virus in New Jersey, <laughs> they have it in New York and vice yeah. versa. Like, there's no... Yeah. And then you bring in Connecticut into the mix. <laughs> now you're playing four grand for your beautiful place in New Jersey. You pay for that in Manhattan, buddy. You'd be coming back living with me. It's expensive. Sounds expensive, Gabe. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be back soon enough, uh, but oh, that's, uh, no. that's, yeah, that's another story. <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's another story. Um, so, you know, at least there's something realistic here that we can say, because I'm thinking, Cam, everything's coming together for the Buffalo Bills. And can you imagine... No season. Somehow we trade for Diggs. We're finally on the verge. Yeah, Brady's gone. And oh no, sorry, canceled. Just like my Expos in 1994. Honestly, if that happens and there's no season, whatever, after the Expos and the Bills are this good, yeah, you might want to go see a shaman. I don't know what you're gonna do. Crack crack an egg over your head and get, get some a spell book because you need to bathe Not in to tomatoes. My Dodgers. Yeah, I read right. an article the other night about the Dodgers. They don't have a ton of time. Like they're sort of built for now. You know what I mean? Like there's. There's these teams that are all in now. There's so much, Cam. Like, there's so many storylines that we haven't even hit as far as if there wasn't games. A good a good example, the Greek freak, Giannis. He's a free agent pro after next year. <laughs> That's bad for Milwaukee. Like, think about that. They, like, they got bumped last year. This was their year, bro. Like, if it was almost like the Expos. I don't think Milwaukee would have won the title personally. And they I don't think they finals. will. It, they should go to the finals in the East. Yeah, I, the thing is, like, like, I know you love the, the, the Raptors, but I'm looking at no, no, they smoked us in that in that real game when it mattered. Like, they, that was a message. Yeah, <laughs> this is they're the kings of the East. I, I agree. They but are. Like, I'm not sure if they could beat the Clippers or Lakers, though. That's a whole other question. Yeah, I'm not sure they beat the Raptors in a seven game series. Let's see. But um, the thing is, I'm just saying, he's not giving that year back. Like, yeah. this is a year. Like, yeah. that's a year gone. Like, so there's no playoffs. So suddenly. You know what I mean? There's a lot of guys like, um, you know, you wonder, like Albert Pujols, baseball player. How much longer is he going to play? Um, you know, Ovechkin and, and the records and stuff. There's a lot of sort of storylines that come into play here. But so interesting. And the Sports Business Journal is a reputable uh, a reputable uh, media outlet. And they're the ones uh, that are reporting. The official schedule expect to be uh, released next month. So that's going to be tough. And even we talked about it. They had all those London games in the schedule this year. They were going to play like eight weeks in a row in London. That's They're not cast. happening. Why Mexico game? Senorita, Sayonara. They're they're done. You got you know. You Somebody to- asked Cuomo Cam about the Buffalo Bills camp actually. Yeah, in if they can have their camp, it's uh, Rochester area. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he said, "I'll let you know at the end of June," which isn't exactly like yeah, you're going to be ready to start uh, right away. You know, people are starting to itch to uh, to get back right now. I'm seeing on the news more and more. There was a store here in New York City. Some guy he sells like fifteen thousand dollars suits. He's opening up. He said, "Come arrest me. I don't care." He said, "Find me." He goes, "I've got to, I've got to open my doors here." And it's funny. He's offering a shot of Crown Royal for every customer. <laughs> well, for a fifteen thousand dollars suit, I'd hope he'd give me a case. But yeah, exactly. that's a story for another a shot. 
Okay. Yeah, that's gonna really loosen me up. I just spent fifteen grand and you're giving me a shot of Crown Royal. No, I want a case. Thank I'm thinking you. like, where are you gonna where are you gonna wear that suit that you're buying now? That's another good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are like you gonna the wear NBA cam? Yeah. The NBA on their website. Um, so it started like uh, like I get the ads and stuff because I've been on their yeah. website a lot and you know, I've searched things. The NBA store. So it started off cam like ten percent, fifteen percent, twenty percent. Now they're basically like, yeah, listen, like, just please buy this stuff, all right? Like, like, no, no, like, even me, I'm like, damn, man, it's like, they're giving this stuff away now. Like, like Raptor jerseys are 47 bucks. Like, so, like, they, no one's buying this stuff, Cam. Yeah. No, no one's, you know what I mean? Like, the playoffs aren't here. Hey, I'm going to buy a new jersey. I'm going to get this hat. I'm going to, like, why? What are you going to buy clothes for? You're gonna, where, where are we going to wear them? I'm not going out anywhere, you know what I mean? If anything yep. you're gonna buy, you'll order some pajamas and slippers or something like that, or like uh, yeah, yeah, house like coat. that buddy from Alabama, yeah, the house coat, <laughs> the bathrobe. <laughs> so you should get so a nice like spend your money, Gabe. Like you always say, sometimes you want to take out that lady for like a nice steak dinner at uh, Waltz. That's what you do. You get like a silk bills robe with some nice like some Good nice point. leisure wear. Like leisure wear is very it's game changing. It's like a nice hot shower Especially, when you Especially like this isn't gonna change anytime soon. We're gonna be spending a lot of time inside. Like I'm not ready to like no, I, wear, I, saw... I wear a lot of jogging pants these days. <laughs> like uh they're like the, the guy at the wind wants to open up in Vegas. I'm not sitting at a blackjack table right now. I told you that's that's just the stupidest idea going. Imagine you sit next to some guy from Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's just a smoker's cough. Ah, ah. <laughs> Man, like. No, you're right. Like it just uh, these casinos. I know they're desperate, but that's just a great way to intensify a problem that already exists. We've here's the thing, Gabe. It's almost like it's a patience thing. We've waited this long. Don't screw it up. Because one mistake, if you keep on like, hey, we're there, like that would be worse. Like right before the finish line, and then boom. So we have to be patient. Things are getting better. I'm, you're starting to. They look are getting the better. They are getting better. And we're not, me and you are truth tellers. We're not going to give you, ooh, a doom and gloom scenario. They're getting better. But this doesn't mean go and have a party in the park, go see your buddies, have 30 people over. No, a little but more people, patience and we'll be back. The thing is, we knew coming in, guys, to this. You know what I mean? We got to shut down for two, three months. Mm -hmm. And people need to stop flipping out after every three, four days. Oh, I'm getting impatient because it's sunny out. It's like, shut up. Go you know what I mean? The sun's not going anywhere. All right. Like, yeah, it'll still be there. Exactly. Go for a walk. It doesn't mean, you know, you need to go for the mall. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, if we shut it down, we break the, the, you know, the curve for real, and the cases really start to go down. And I'm talking one, uh, one case per one million people in the city. So it's fine. So in Toronto, you know, seven million people, if five to seven people get it in a day, hey. That's life. That, that's life. That's so yeah. be it. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And, and we, you know, we move on. But we're not there yet. Like in New York, I think it's about, it was 5,000 cases a day the other day. <laughs> they need to get down to one. Yeah, that's so, uh, tough. Yeah. When are they opening up FanDuel? Have they talked about that? Like, what do you think? What's your estimate? You think July? I can tell you, I, FanDuel, FanDuel is not in the same hurry to open at the Meadowlands as the Meadowlands is in a hurry to open yeah, at the Meadowlands. Yeah, I, I understand. You know what I mean? Cam, like, to be honest, FanDuel... Basically, I think it was like 82% of the action is on the app. Like, FanDuel's biggest issue isn't that the doors are closed at the Meadowlands. It's that there's nothing to bet on. Exactly. Like, that's, you know what I mean? The horse racing handle in the games. 18% yeah. of people. Like, you know, the hustlers, the street yeah. people. You know what I mean? Guys that don't want uh, any, um, you're any paperwork. You know yeah, what I mean? You're, yeah, you're, you're fr friends, friends of the program. People we like. 
legendary yeah, yeah. Larry and crew, right? Yeah. Well, put it this way. Like, if Lindsay you sign up for the app, <laughs> if you sign up for the app, yeah. um, there's taxes to be paid. And oh. people know how much you're betting and everything. So no app, please. there's a lot of guys <laughs> that prefer to just sort of, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know, I'm just an anonymous dude, but like, it's New York. There's a lot of hustlers, Cam. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. They got their eye on everyone, though. Um, so... Speaking of uh, betting, though, and I brought up uh, the win. Uh, speaking of the win, here's the parlay of the year. Not just the parlay of the year. This is like the parlay of all time, actually. And congratulations to the guy that hit it. Uh, the odds were 165 million to one. Um, so uh, it's a, it was a five-leg parlay. Yeah. And he only put a dollar on it. He won 165 million dollars. Uh, he only put a dollar on it. The uh, the first leg of the parlay. Uh, the event was January 3rd, brink of uh, World War III, uh, USA and Iran. That hit at uh, plus 19,000. Good bet. Yeah, it was a good bet. Uh, the passing of Kobe Bryant uh, was uh, plus 85,000. Um, Australia wildfires, country, Australia catches fire. Um, that's plus 5 million. <laughs> that's a lot plus of value. 400,000. COVID-19 world apocalypse. 66 million to one odds in the parlay. Yep. A barrel of oil will cost below $37. Three million to one. That's a really good bet. And uh, the uh, the passing of Kim Jong-un. This one wasn't that much of a surprise, although we don't know if he's dead. I think plus, that's unconfirmed. Plus 55,000. <laughs> yeah, that's why the ticket hasn't been paid yet. One dollar <laughs> pays 165 million. I, when you sent me that... Parlay. Oh, yeah. When you sent me that, I was like, and I look, it's like on the wind. I'm like, wow. And then I'm thinking, hey, hey, settle down. Right. Like, no, honestly, that was <laughs> at first. I'm like, is this, is this, are you, are you screwing me here? But uh, yeah, that's can, unbelievable. In, England, stuff. in yep. England, you can really bet this stuff. Yeah, you can. But the thing like is, you how, walk in, you propose a bet. You can say, listen, I yeah. think there'll be a virus that's going to shut the world down. And they'll say, all right, when? You say yeah. in the next three years. Like England. If they book crazy. it, they book it, right? Yeah, yes. no, they'll, they'll take know. it. They'll take any bet. Like you sure. can walk in and pitch a bet to them. Remember and what that's happened? So cool. Like you're a barter. I know. You, know, I like, you like to barter. You barter You barter with butchers all the time. Come on, throw a couple <laughs> other uh, pounds in here, buddy. You know what I mean? It's the barter system. So you go in and you go shopping. You go, listen, I think there's going to be a tornado in Florida. What kind of odds are you going to give me on that? You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, I don't want to be morbid and stuff, but I'm just saying like, you know, people bet on the weather. A big bet in England, actually, and it's pretty cool. And our boy Puccio would know about this being a soccer guy. They all do it. They're all nut jobs. All these, like, drunk fathers have kids, Cam. And you bring your birth certificate into the sports book. So you bring the kid and the, the kid, like, the birth certificate of your child in and yep. stuff and proof. And you bet. My kid will play for the English national team yeah, that's what, in the uh, World Cup. That's what Rory McIlroy did like 20, 20, his family did like 20 years ago. Our yeah, kid yeah. will win the Open you can, Yeah, you can yeah, bet, exactly. Booked. They booked it, yeah. Yeah, there was a dude the, for England, Puccio might know the name, the kid scored. It wasn't, the father bet, man, like, like literally like 22 years ago wow. that my son will score a goal for England in, uh, in the World Cup. And uh, he did, <laughs> he did. What a bet by the dad, that's, yeah. that's great. You the odds were 140,000 to one. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. That's a lot of quid. Do you, you tell your kid growing up, listen, kid, <laughs> I've got yeah. I've got $3.4 million parlay that yeah. hits if you score a goal for England. 
That's right. So you see him partying. You're going to play. You're going to play here. <laughs> you see him partying with his friends. You smash the beer bottle and say, go outside and practice soccer. Yeah, but then it leads to, like, it leads to conflict because then you tell him, listen, I need you to score, son. You got to be a ball hog. Like, don't pass yeah. it. Like, you know what I mean? You need to score. That's awesome. No, but a lot of these parents do. You're right about England, though, in comparison to anywhere else. Like they, they'll put tickets together on crazy stuff. You're absolutely correct. And uh, that ticket, when you sent me that, I was like, wow, that was unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Harry Wilson's grand uh, grandfather made the bet. Good That's call. awesome. Good research there, Puccio. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stories like that, and some some of them don't want to tell you who it is. Like a lot of it, because it's it's private, right? Yeah. You know what I mean, like the, it's up to the, the, the dad or the grandfather to want because the books will tell you, they'll say, we have action on six different players to score a goal here for future, like from sun bets, but we're not going to tell you who it is mm -hmm. because it's, it's their business. I you agree. Know what I mean? It's yeah. not, if he wants to tell you, if his father wants to tell you, fine, but it's not our business. To it's privacy. They, they're sports books. They don't tell you. It's not, their, it's not their, you want privacy when you're placed in a bet. I agree. That's what that's what always I wonder, Gabe, when those stories came out. So and so, the runner for this, you wouldn't want to know because if you won money, the first thing somebody's going to do is go, "Hey, Gabe, remember that money you owe me?" Like that's what I hate about when the people win the lottery. It's like they, remember they asked me too. They go, "Would you like your uh, like picture on the thing, the cover of the weekly magazine?" I go, "No, I don't. I actually just want to check because I owe people money and I don't want these guys chasing me down." That's the worst because a lot of corporations. The lottery, there was a lottery winner in Jamaica. He won like Jamaica's biggest lottery ever. It's like 24 million bucks or something, right? Dude showed up fully covered, bro. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. He had a mask, a hood. Yeah. He was wearing like a neutral, like tracksuit. Like you could not tell who this guy was. And they were like, he requested for his own safety and his own like yes. future that you don't it's, know who he is. It's you know so I mean? brutal. Like he laughed, but it's very true. Like think about Especially like Jamaica, when, man. Oh, he yeah. showed up in his house with guns in a second. Oh yeah, when I was a kid in Jamaica, they put a machine gun to me while I was playing my ColecoVision because they thought my parents had drugs. But that's a story for another day. Yeah, it's a rough place, man. You gotta protect yourself. The world's crazy out there. It man. is. It is. I'm like Abe Simpson as I get older. I don't like to look at those teenagers. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. I'm on the grid. Sports grid. Sportsgrid.com. So is the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. SB Nation Radio. Shout out to everybody tuning in on SB Nation Radio. The loudest station in the nation as we follow Scotty Farrell going coast to coast. Um, all right. So said uh, there's a lot of NFL news to get caught up uh, with. And uh, speaking of FanDuel, uh, they've got a lot of props uh, posted and some interesting props, actually, that I want to get to uh, with you, Cam, and to, uh, with, with Kevin Walsh. Uh, as well, but first things first about Tom Brady. You know, guess, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. You go first. I'm yeah, ready. To... So he's one of these dudes. Like I try not to dislike him. I really don't. Like it's all you don't like him because you're a Bills fan. Whatever, man. They were better than us. It is what it is. There's, but there's a there's a smug arrogance about him that's just too much, and it's not just on the football field. You know, what are you working out in a public park for, bro? 
You know, like, what are you, what are you, a moron? Like, you know, there's a little on Tom Brady. He broke into the park. And then, and then the mayor apologizes to him. Oh, I'm sorry, we got off on the wrong foot. Anyone else would have been arrested, probably. <laughs> he broke into a public space to work out. He walks into the wrong home. Like, he said, oh, I thought it was Byron Leftwich's house. Sure you did. So, yeah, so you thought it was Byron Leftwich's house. You walked into the guy's house. And now we find out. So, basically, you were going to meet. And he goes, I just wanted to go over some stuff with Leftwich, which is illegal right it now, Ken. You're not it allowed meeting with anybody. Everything must be done like this, over the computer. You're not allowed meeting. Because otherwise, some teams would have an advantage. Oh, I'm going to secretly go to the coach's house, and oh, we're going to... You know what I mean? Of course, Brady. I'm wondering if it about Belichick. I don't see Belichick cheating now. It's Brady. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, Gabe, uh, the arrogance, and that's the thing. Tom Brady, you know, and this is the thing. It's, it's almost like, I hate to say it, the guy's got a God complex. So you go to Tampa Bay. I, I, I thought that story was a little bit fishy. So you're telling me you don't know where Byron left, which is house is? Sure. Then you're holding duffel bags. You don't think there's footballs in those duffel bags and all the things you're going to go around and chuck some passes? Another to your point. You can't. This is in the NFL literature. It is illegal. And I want them to come down on this guy. You bought Darren Jeter's mansion. There's enough room to throw a football in your backyard. That's another thing. Why are you going breaking into a park? Why, get a Peloton machine and go work out from home. There's no reason you should be breaking into a park. But that's the thing. Is anything going to happen? Does this guy get a free pass? That's the thing. And you know what? I am with the rest of the NFL. I'm sick and tired of this crap, too. It's like, you know what? NFL, are you going to do something about this? Are you going to let, back in the day, the Patriots and or Tom Brady continue to break the rules and do whatever the hell they want while we sit around like chumps and go, okay, it's actually ridiculous? And, you know, that's exactly right. And the uh, the fact of the matter is, NFL teams have filed a complaint. Yes. Numerous yes. teams have asked the league and said, what's up? Why was Tom Brady going to Byron Leftwich's house? He's the offensive coordinator. That's against the rules. They're not supposed to meet face-to-face. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they weren't going to talk football at all either. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm with you. When I saw that story, I actually feel sick about it because, you know, it's just, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know where to go, Gabe. But for all of Brady's greatness, getting drafted where, where, where he was in his point, it, it, it makes me sick. And that's the thing. If you're a league and you want to have different uh, rules for different people, that sets a bad example. We talked about that before. And they go, oh, He's a star. He's going to get the call. But this is not like back in the day with Michael Jordan against Carl Malone and John Stockton. This is ridiculous. The literature is right there. And there's no means a grown man, hell, a child could know not to do these things. Yet Brady just, it's almost like he's spitting in the face of everything saying, screw you. I got my own. I can do whatever the hell I want when I want. And until these guys come down on him, uh, he'll con continue to do this stuff, Gabe. It's actually ridiculous, in my opinion. Uh, FanDuel. So speaking of Tom Brady and his former team, uh, the New England Patriots, you and I discussed, it looks, uh, or at least at least for now, Belichick says Stidham's the guy. Says, I have confidence in Jared Stidham. Said he improved as the season went on last year in practice. Uh, our team has confidence. I've got confidence uh, in him. Uh, while the odds makers uh, uh, with FanDuel, they've got confidence in Cam Newton uh, right now. So we've got uh, some interesting props up right now that are bettable. New England Patriots starting quarterback in week one of the 2020 season. Jared Stidham, minus 160. Cam Newton, not even on the team. Cam Newton, plus 170. Brian Hoyer. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Hoyer. <laughs> yeah, Hoyer. Good, good luck with that, Hoyer. Hello, Mr. Hoyer. Yeah, he's terrible. Plus yeah. 550. <coughs> I'm sorry. Andy Dalton. 
I like actually I like Andy Dalton. I don't know, man. Dalton's the perfect fit for the Patriots. I don't know, like I I thought they would do it almost. Seemed to me like it was like, guys, just sign Andy Dalton. He's perfect for you. I agree. I, I don't so know. Andy Dalton's plus nine hundred. Mm. I don't know. Like is Cam Newton? Why is Cam Newton plus one seventy? I'm gonna tell you something. That Stidham bet might look like it's a lot of juice now. I would take it. Like with with a gun to my head, you're saying. Hey, these guys didn't go out and get a get a quarterback. They could still that. They kept they get while well, they oh, grabbed. Oh, they signed a couple of free agent guys. Yeah, yes, Jamar that's Smith. what I'm talking about. I like about. that kid. He's all right. So do I. And Lewerke's terrible out of Michigan State. Yeah. Oh, Lewerke? That guy guy. That, that guy is so slow when he's back there. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. Like, Belichick he, must be buddies with his dad yeah, or something. He, yeah, like, he try he tries, but man, Lewerke, I've watched him in games going, dude, get rid of the ball. <laughs> bang, bang. He's just he's just kind of like a tackling dummy. He just gets murdered, but. On the other hand, Gabe, you're right about Stidham when we talked about this before. Belichick, now you have time. Stidham knows. He's not just some chump. When he was at Auburn, he was a good player, too. So I think when we're looking at Yeah, he was a... That's the thing with people like, oh, ha, ha, Jared Stidham. He's not that bad. Jared Stidham was one of the most recruited high school quarterbacks, you remember. Went to uh, to Baylor. And remember that Baylor was a quarterback factory. They had the kid I liked a lot, but he regressed, man. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, What was the kid's name? Seth Russell. Yeah. The Russell kid. I liked the Baylor quarterback a lot. Russell... I don't know, he just fell apart. Uh, you know what it was? It was the um, the controversy there and everything. He wasn't part of it, but they lost their players. He regressed without the speed and the talent and everything. Um, but Stidham transferred. Stidham was there and bolted and went to Auburn. Auburn, yeah. But I'm just saying, he was always, uh, you know, like he was a highly recruited quarterback, Cam, coming into college, and he was a very good quarterback in college. So there's not really a reason to doubt the kid. Think about Stidham is uh, he gets a bad rap because unlike people like me, you, Joe Lisi, we watch college football. So people are just going, oh, Jared Stidham, Jared Stidham. Well, you watch those Auburn games, Gabe. He's also pretty elusive. He makes good decisions. I think he's a pretty good athlete. I'm not saying he's going to be NFL ready now, but I can tell you one thing. Bill Belichick, I trust him and the Patriots. You got a better chance of winning a game. Yeah, you got a better chance of winning a game with Jared Stidham at quarterback than you do Brian Hoyer. Yes, you do. And and Cam Newton's not even there yet. So if you want to uh, be Kreskin and clairvoyant and think he's going to go to the Patriots, you can make that bet. But Stidham, anything under $2 to me seems like a pretty good bet right now. So that if I if I was going to the window, Stidham would be the bet for New England. Man, there's a lack of talent on the New England Patriot offense. There though. is. There really is. Like, to your yeah. point, they're going to run that. They're going to run the hell out of the ball like you've never seen. They're going to run different running back sets. Yeah. They're going to. They're going to. Their defense is still good. They're going to try and to grind you out. You know what, Gabe? Too. Another thing is not a lot of explosive players. Field goals. Field goals. Unders. Like Belichick doesn't care how he beats you. It's going to be ugly and like 17 to 16 type of games. They just want to win those games. So I do see a lot of unders with the Patriots. And you're right about Sony Michelle. He's beginning to get a ton of work. Yeah, I'm not like I said. I'm not ready to. Uh, I'm not ready to write off the New England Patriots yet. I think the uh, the the demise and the death of the New England Patriots is a little bit premature uh, right now. I do think the Buffalo Bills are the team to beat uh, in this division right now. Uh, but at the same point in time, I'm not underestimating them. And you know, listen, we talked about it. The the win total for the Buffalo Bills is eight and a half, but it's minus one sixty to the over. That's you got to lay, lay sixty cents. Yeah. You know, last year, dude, it was six and a half. <laughs> I know. And we liked it, but we liked it at six and a half a lot. And yeah, I Paul, uh, remember our boy, Paul Bovey, he put like $8,000 on it. I wish I had Bovey's bank account. You know, I got like a couple hundred bucks. It's like, oh, you know, I'm betting it on the horses. But anyway, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Gabe, I love the Bills over. To your point, they can win 10, 11 games this year. That's kind of where I see Buffalo. So the Patriots win total was nine. Minus going to be 20. That's going to be right on the, well, think about it. They still get to yeah. play the Dolphins. They still get to play the Jets. 
So nine wins is about where I ha I think that's a very good number by the book. I wouldn't go to eight and a half, and I wouldn't go to nine and a half. I think nine is very, very solid. Man. What do you think? I, I wouldn't. I'm not ready to bet the. Uh, I wouldn't bet uh, the under. I wouldn't either. Like I, I look. I think the Patriots are a ten and sixteen. I think they're probably win about nine, right where the number is. If I think the Bills can win ten or eleven, I think the Patriots win like nine. I think the Bills win a division at eleven and five. Well, listen, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Where are they playing the games and blah blah and all yeah. that other stuff? But I think the Bills are eleven and five caliber football team and they win a division, but barely over the pay. I don't think it's going to be easy. I think the Jets could come last in that division. I could think well, Miami I, even coming third. I listen. I like you to look at the, the win totals here in this division. So yeah, we talked about the Buffalo Bills. Eight and a half, minus 160 to the over. New England Patriots, uh, over under nine, minus 120 to the over, plus 100 to the under. And uh, the New York Jets, too low to me. And I think we all kind of sort of disagreed on this. Puccio is a uh, is a Jet fan. And, you know, you, you Jet fans, you guys are all negative, though. Jet yeah, a lot, lot of guys are all negative the all the time. <laughs> yeah, you, you get mad at me. You're like, Cam, you're negative with the Seahawks. Have you talked to a Jets fan? These guys never think they're going to do anything. They're Oh, they're horrible. Yeah, they do, Puccio. They, yeah, even the games that came out, it is tough. And then you got to play you got to play the Bills. The Patriots are still good. I think the Jets it's probably six win. and a half. It, they'll, they'll, they'll win. FanDuel has games. it at six and a half, minus seven 115 games. right now. That's a good number by the book again. They won. They went six and two in the last eight last year. Yeah. Yeah, they were ugly games, though. Like, we remember they that golfing real. game? It was they like six, real. seven field goals. They were gross. Yeah, remember yeah, that bad game against the Dolphins? Like, they got a wicked call against the Dolphins to win that game barely. It was such a great – it was a joke. Yeah, yeah. They lost the Bengals, yeah. I, I want to look up, like, their wins, actually. <laughs> like, the, like, the, the, uh, like, their wins, yeah, I don't really remember a nice signature. Wow, that was a big one. Then they beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That the Cowboys, was, was the one. That the is Cowboys, a signature yeah. win. That's I was on the Cowboys. Win. Man, I was mad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Jets blow the. They, just, yeah, they actually killed them. It was crazy domination. Uh, what other. Actually, you know what? Game two, the Jets also, conversely, let's talk about the Jets and their heartbreaking loss. They dominated Green Bay and lost that game in overtime, too. They so they the had Steelers. They, they, they had yeah, some they heartbreaking the losses. They had some heartbreaking losses. They beat the Steelers, but the Steelers were kind of done at the end. They had that horrible quarterback oh, yeah. in. I forget the guy's That's name. Right. Was it? it was like, uh, it was the uh, Duck Hodges. Yeah, <laughs> Duck. Oh, Duck. He was Duck Hodges. <laughs> That's right. Like, people think Nate Peterman was back. Duck Hodges is like the worst. Uh, like, he makes Nate uh, Peterman look good. No, no Duck Hodges. The guy throws ducks. Every time he threw a pass, I'm like, That's going to get intercepted. And the difference did. is. <laughs> I don't know. Peterson, the, the thing about Peterman game is that everything he does is picked off. Like, Duck Hodges throws <laughs> bad balls, but, yeah, they're both horrible. But uh, that's a story for another day. All right, you know, so, but listen, we can't discount it. We can't discount the fact they went 6-2 and two down the stretch. Even though every one of the games, you're right, there was something weird about it. Like, dude, they beat the Bills in the last week. The Bills didn't play anyone. No, they didn't. Like, the Bills rested people. It was a nothing game for the Bills. Uh, the Bills didn't even try. The Steelers were done, same thing. Uh, the Ravens smoked them. They had that crazy, stupid game. It was like Case 13 field goals against the Dolphins. That was ridiculous. Yeah. They lost to the Bengals. Oh, they smoked the Raiders, too. That was a nice one. Yeah, the Raiders, what a way to piss it away. They started off so good, too. Remember they that? Hit like, they, that hit oh, they, they hit a wall hard. Like, they went into that London game, and, like, they, they, they slapped the Bears around. Like, the Raiders had a I really think the Jets start. are better than 
I think they're better than six and ten. Are they seven and nine? That's about as good as it is. A lot harder this year. And like I said, the Bills and the Jets didn't travel at all last year. Now they do. Um, It's tough. Yeah, I'm not. they're going to win six or seven games, I think. I, I think it's like a, I think a better, better bet. Uh, yeah. I think we could find better bet. Right, what about the Dolphins at six? I kind of like that. I think they put – you know what? I think the Dolphins have a better year than the Jets. If you give me plus money, I'll take it. Man, if it was five and a half, I'd be all over this. Yeah, I agree with that. You're if playing it was five for a push half, here. Yeah, but, and you know what? Listen, these are early numbers, right? doesn't mean there won't be. But if yeah. anything, the hype will probably go up. The Dolphins were – they were feisty. <laughs> like – they I'm were, they you, were a feisty like team, man. And they tried to tank. Like, they really did. They can say, oh, no, we didn't. The thing is, like, the, the owner the owner tanked. The GM tried to screw Flores. And anyone that was good, they traded or cut. Like, they purposely tried to be bad. And the players on the field spited them. Yeah, they were like, like, you know what? The Bengals, it was one of the craziest games of the year. The Bengals threw up, like, three touchdowns. Dolphins, ding, 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 overtime. Like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? That's the thing. Imagine that me and Pucci. Game, they gave the Colts all they could handle. They covered. Listen, imagine me and you and Pucci are on a team, and we're playing for a job, and these idiots go, you guys better tank. I go, get back. No, no, players don't tank. That's the whole thing. Camp job and family. You stu- That's why I hate about tanking and all this crap. You don't think a per- guy has personal pride or wants to, you know, better himself with a better deal? That's what I hate about that stuff. It's like, you can't tell me to tank. I, it's against everything I stand for, man. I'm not losing a game on purpose. So no. look at look how good Flores did. As a, you know, most of these uh, former Patriot coaches aren't very good, but I thought Flores did a great job. And look what he got out of those guys. That they were like the bad news bears that nobody wanted. Scrub dudes, practice roster guys, but they played hard for them. And he coached them and gave them a chance to win. Right yeah. now, they're not tanking anymore. They signed a lot of guys in the offseason too. Like it wasn't just the draft. Like the Dolphins are definitely. They're trying to win suddenly. Like, they're they're a couple of years away, but it's begun. They're going to compete. I think they're better than a 5-11 and 11 team. Like, I, I, think, I wouldn't be shocked if they go 7-9, and nine, actually, this team, or 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, I, you know, like, they were competitive. It might be a little bit of a stretch to say, all right, you know, 8-8. Eight and eight, But the 6 is a manageable number. But I think you're sort of playing for a push here. Yeah, but... The thing is, yeah, I, I like a lot of the things that you're saying. You're right, Gabe, and we'll see how what the market does. But at five and a half, I think I'm going to have to unload on that because I actually believe in Miami. If two is ready to go, too, and, you know, he, he picks up things quick, I'd be very, very scared to play the Miami Dolphins. They're going to be a hard out. You know, they're an interesting team. I think if they're you a lot look at their quarterbacks, they yeah. got a pretty nice roster of quarterbacks right now. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tua, and Josh Rosen. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Like, well, they got I mean? they have confidence and they could throw in guys too. Like a lot of teams, once their starter gets hurt, they're done, right? So it's an interesting. I uh, think the thing thought that... is one more year with Fitz and then Rosen's the backup to yes. Tua. Yes. Uh, I guess you know what I mean the, the way they're looking at it. We'll see who wins the job. We'll break that down um, as we go forward uh, here this evening. Uh, we've got odds uh, up for uh, for that as well. Who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins uh, in Week One? We've got odds up uh, for the Chargers uh, as well, as well as uh, the Chicago Bears. So we've got some quarterback uh, talk uh, to get into. We'll take a look at uh, some of the uh, the win totals and other numbers uh, that have been uh, posted. Um, I look forward to uh, – I want to see if we can get numbers up uh, for, um, for the virtual Kentucky Derby uh, that we'll talk about later in the week. But uh, Cam's <laughs> going to lay the bet it all on Secretariat. Yeah, that's the thing, like – 
if we're going to play by real and algorithms here, Secretariat's going to win by 20 lengths. Game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Gabriel Brunch. We're throwing it down to Rage and Reddit. Cam Stewart, game time decision continues. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenci, SB Nation Radio, the loudest station in the nation. Throwing it down with my main man, the raging redhead Cam Stewart. Kevin Walsh will join us a little bit later on. We'll talk some NFC East uh, football. Want to get into the Last Dance documentary uh, with Kevin uh, as well. Big controversy, uh, Cam, uh, with this uh, Last Dance documentary, the uh, the Chicago Bulls uh, story. It's incredibly well done. Um, I thought it was overhyped a little bit, you know, coming in. It's like, guys, you know, we know what happened. The Bulls won a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But it's cool to see the footage and the the behind-the-scenes access that we've never seen uh, before and the sheer honesty. We talked about it last week, actually, about when the players did, like, interviews after the game, they would actually give the media something. Um, Players didn't hold back nearly as much. Um, in those days, uh, being critical of their teammates, being critical of the organization, uh, et cetera. Uh, But one of the big themes um, over the weekend of the Last Dance documentary is when the Chicago Bulls finally beat the Detroit Pistons in the playoffs and they swept them, all right? So they finally beat them. They couldn't beat them. They finally beat them. And the Pistons walked off the floor right before the game was over. Just as the game was ending, they didn't shake hands. Right, the Pistons walked off the floor, and it was kind of a big deal at the time. I remember when it happened, but I'm curious on your take on this because Michael Jordan still hates them to this day, and and they said, look what Isaiah Thomas just said about, like the modern Isaiah Thomas said about that night. And Jordan, he's had a few drinks in this documentary, which makes it great, man. This yeah. guy's eyes are bloodshot. I, I told you, the guy's got the reddest <laughs> eyes in the biz, man. Like, yeah, he's I don't all know. watery and drunk. Like, Ow, like, yeah. So he goes, I don't need to see it. He goes, I don't care. He goes, I don't care what he says. He goes, I don't care what he said then. I don't care what he says now. And he goes, he's, a, he's an effing a-hole. Wow. And it's real cool. There's two versions. On ESPN, it's uncensored. So there's nice. you, you get it with the F-bombs. There's a lot of F-bombs. Jordan swears a lot in real life. And he's like, I don't care. And they asked the, they asked the uh, they asked Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer about it. Isaiah Thomas regrets it. Isaiah Thomas says, would I have done it differently? He goes, now that you're still talking about it 20 years later, yeah. He goes, if I would have known what it was going to turn into, I would have shaken their hand. And he goes, what do I care? But he did it. And if you remember, he wasn't on the dream team. And Isaiah Thomas, one of the greatest players of all time. And it was Michael Jordan said, under no circumstances, this guy on the team. And it was interesting because I started to read about it myself, actually. And there were a lot of guys on the team that resented Jordan for it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Clyde Drexler came out and said, man, just because one guy doesn't like another guy doesn't matter. They're like, Isaiah Thomas is one of the best point guards in the league and should be on this team. And other guys felt that way, too. And remember, Chuck Daly, the coach of the Pistons, is actually the coach of the team. 
That's right. right. So there's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of friction between them through all the years. But Isaiah brought it up. He goes, look, man, he goes, everyone talks like we're the worst people in the world because we walked off the court. He goes, the Boston Celtics walked off the court on us all the time. And no one talks about it. And they showed footage. It's true. Larry Bird walking off the court, didn't shake their hand or anything. He goes, but we were the bad boys. So I like people like to talk about it. Lambeer doesn't regret it. He basically says, F them. You know, why would I shake their hand? Jordan says, we shook your hand when you always beat us before. Exactly. Horace Grant called them bitches. He goes, they're just a bunch of bitches, and I hope they see this. You're bitches, he said into the camera. Gabe, you've been there. Uh, you know what I mean? And that's the one thing I've always liked about hockey. Like, there's teams, that guys that I absolutely hated, that we uh, met them every year in the playoffs, dirty pricks who are just bad people, you know what I mean? And at the end, you have to bow down and go, you know what? You beat us in this series, we'll shake your hand. You don't have to like the person uh, generally, but you have to respect the game and the things. And I think it's childish for somebody not to do that. Another thing about the documentary, too, that I see, it's a, it's funny the way, you know, when you look at guys like Dennis Rodman and the crazy hair and all the things, and everything gets sidetracked. Don't forget about this guy's attention to detail and defense, too. Just because he wanted to bang hookers didn't mean he care, oh, didn't yeah, yeah. care about his craft. And that's one thing that we have to remember about that stuff, too. It's like people like to uh, put people in pigeonholes and stuff. Well, he's crazy. He's this and that. Yeah. You don't think this guy cared about defense? His attention to detail and watching oh, games. He was one of the smartest yes. guys. Like basketball exactly. like you. You know, it's crazy. Exactly. And they told a story in, in, about, uh, about Robin. So Robin, it's, it's the middle of the year type of thing, you know, after Christmas, whatever. And Robin tells him he needs a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, I need a couple of days off, man. Like, I can't, I got problems. And they're like, well, what's your, what's your issue? He goes, I just need a, I need a vacation for a few days. I got, you know, I'll come back in 48 hours. And he's going to Vegas. Except there wasn't a vacation. He went and like, he was just doing blow, like, and, like getting wasted with Carmen Electra and stuff, right? Yeah, it happens, yeah, yeah. So, so in the documentary, Jordan says, I told them, you're nuts. I said, you can't let this guy go to Vegas. They said, he ain't coming back in 48 hours. And they said, God knows what he's going to do there, right? And they were like, all right. And in the documentary, there's a story about Carmen Electra says that Michael Jordan showed up at the room and basically told Rodman, enough is enough. Partying's over. Put your things on. We're going right now. And it sort of became misconstrued that Jordan went to Vegas to get him. And that's not the case. And as I said, this wasn't in a documentary. I'm just telling, like, filling in the blanks for people. It really happened that uh, Jordan's agent said it after it aired. He goes, just to clarify, he said, Michael didn't go to Las Vegas. What happened was Jordan, um, uh, Jordan and the Bulls got back to Chicago from the trip, the, the road trip that they were on. And... Rodman was in Vegas, you know, he left for Vegas when they were on the road, but then they were back. Rodman was back in Chicago. He didn't stay in Vegas forever. Like he was there for three, four days or whatever. And he was back in Chicago and he was supposed to be back with the team, but he wasn't. So they were like, we told you if he goes to Vegas, he'd stay in Vegas. And they're like, no, he's not in Vegas. He's across the street. And it turned <laughs> out, it turned That's out, great. yeah, it turned out that Rodman had two houses. Robin had a normal house and like a lot of athletes. And the fun house. Yeah, he had a flop house, <laughs> fun house. And they basically stated there was nothing there. They said he literally had a couch, a mattress on the floor and a television. That's it. 
and basically he used to get wasted there and you know what he wouldn't he, you know what i mean that was his place but it was literally like across the street from the arena mm -hmm. so jordan found out that's where he was he was in the apartment and carmen electra was there and jordan shows up and starts like berating him stuff and like carmen electra was scared like all naked and hid jordan never <laughs> saw her <laughs> she hit she goes i hid behind the couch so people thought that happened in vegas no. But uh, but but it did it. But one thing about the Bulls team, you're finding out, man, those guys partied, man. They did a lot that's, of blow, bro. There was a lot of I, cocaine in that room. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at, like, even back in the day, you look at the Oilers and teams, like, it was a different world. Like, back yeah. then, you could be a super athlete. You could bang women. You could stay up all night. And you could party. Let's remember this. Doc Gooden was sitting there getting wasted. Oh my God, I'm missing like our World Series parade. He's so he's so uh, like oh I, I see myself on TV. Well, that's I'm not, it. I'm not get this park. about Rodman. Yeah. So Jordan crazy. grabs him. Okay. Jordan's yeah. in like the, his gear and shit. He's not in street clothes. He's <laughs> like what? He's across the street. Jordan literally like walked across the street. And Jordan never went out there either. Yeah. Jordan like went across the street to the apartment, gets Rodman and brings him back with him. He's like, no, 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 not, not in an hour, like now. He's like, you get dressed and you're coming with me now. And Rodman's like, all right, all right, Mike. You know, Rodman didn't like, like upsetting Michael too much, right? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm all right, Michael. You know what I mean? So he's getting dressed. Carmen Electra's hiding under the couch. And they get to the practice. And Phil Jackson does like the military thing. Well, because, uh, you know, because someone here is out of shape now because he's been partying and doing blow for the last five days. We're all doing laps. <laughs> like he did the old, like, we're a team. You're paying yeah. the price for Rodman partying. They did laps, and they said Rodman ran laps around everybody. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped. They were like, all right, whatever. Okay, right. Yeah. They yeah, realize Rodman. it doesn't matter with him. Like, yeah, he's drunk. He's on cocaine. He's, he's still going to get his 22 rebounds. <laughs> That's right? the thing, man. Like, some people just have that, and very few have it, but some have it. Like, he's just one of those guys that he could shake it off. And the thing that I don't like, though, when people talk about Rodman is, sure, he partied and stuff, but he also knew himself. He knew. Like, and he put in a lot of work, too, Gabe. Like, that's the thing. Other people waste time during the day. If he wasn't doing a partying, he was working on his craft. Those were the only two things that he did. It's not like he wasted time. So, no, no, he was all I, in. I, You're right. Like, he I, only played basketball and was the 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 character that he grew yes. into. Another thing that was interesting, actually, too, about Rodman, a lot of people sort of blame Madonna at the time. Like, he started hanging around with Madonna, and he started, that's when he, you know, he did the, the wedding dress stuff, and yeah. he started getting really freaky after. But in hindsight, you find out that she tried to help him, actually. Like, she told him, like, you can be flashy and stuff with an image, but don't get crazy in real life. Mm -hmm. Like, she's a businesswoman, right? So she, like, she encouraged, you know, the wedding dress and the flamboyant book covers and stuff that he did. Uh, but she was actually trying to, like, get on the chill and stop doing so much drugs and everything in real life. Like, <laughs> you know? Hey, she's, like, she's a megastar, so at least, like, he listened to her a bit. You know what I mean? Like, Madonna, if Madonna tells you something like that, she knows, bro. Imagine, imagine like, she Madonna. can tell you, I'm rich. She's richer than you are. She's more famous than you are. Yeah. She can tell you, trust me, you're effing up. She knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? She, 
he dealt with a lot of different people. Imagine Dennis Rodman on one hand and Mark Messi on the other. You can't be polar opposite. <laughs> hey, you want some lays? <laughs> like Mark Messi is a he got guys as serious as a heart attack sometimes, right? And then you got Dennis Rodman. So it just tells Messier you. Messi got yeah. caught up in a New York stardom stuff after winning the cup. <laughs> he met Messi. Oh, I told you. I had breakfast yeah. with Messi at Gretzky when I was a kid, and uh, he was singing that song. He goes, hey, kid, I got drugs in my pocket, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> he kept singing that song, and the That's Oilers awesome. were all singing that song together all day and laughing it up all the time. And I was thinking, oh, they really like that song. I was just like 11, you know? <laughs> it's a pretty catchy tune. You remember that song? <laughs> I got drugs in my pocket, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> It's a great tune. <laughs> but yeah, so the last dance uh, documentary, real good. I'm enjoying it. Is it dragged out? Of course it is. But in an age, you know, we're looking for content. And uh, we'll get back to the NFL. But speaking of content, actually, and ESPN, um, they wanted to broadcast the Korean Baseball League. The Korean Baseball League is set to begin. And ESPN wanted to broadcast. There was talk about... Uh, Broadcasting and the Korean Baseball League basically said ESPN called us. They wanted the game for free. Are you kidding me? No, yeah. that's not going to work. They said to the Korean League, oh, it'll be good for you. You'll be on in America. Yeah, they're like, yeah, and thanks. The guy said, we're not just some token league to be laughed at and given away for free. Yeah, exactly. And now supposedly they got a deal. So yeah. I guess ESPN. So ESPN basically so trying to lowball. These guys are yeah, dumb, yeah. like Koreans. Yeah. They don't know what's going yeah. on. Like. We're in the boardroom, and these guys from ESPN come in and go, you, you, "Oh, you should be, you should be thankful that we're broadcasting your games." I say, "Take a walk. You know, here's a pad. Come up with a good number, and then we'll start talking." That's the thing. <laughs> I think they're going to give away. Come, like that game you talked about it. When we're watching the World Baseball like championships, these guys are one of the best. Like they're they're competitors, so we're not going oh, go to give away. Yeah, we're not giving away our product for free. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Please uh, fan. So our boy Shano and uh, and Cody AV on Twitter, sort of a slash our questions of the day, topics of the day, at Sports Rage for me on Twitter, at Sports Rage, and uh, Cam is at Cam Stewart Live. Um, they're like, oh, we got to get a team now. Shano's like, I got to, um, I got to find a team to pull for here. Listen, I. I uh, bet on a lot of Japanese baseball. The Hashin Tigers are my team. <laughs> the Hashin Tigers. But when it comes to the Korean League, I've never really had a favorite team. And I got to be honest with you, I've never done well with the Korean Baseball League. And I bet it. Like, it's not, it's it's a major league enough that I bet it. You know what I mean? But There's I've always too many preferred... unders? No, it's the opposite, Ken. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm going to tell you. This is why my experience with this is going to help. The Japanese league is unders. Yeah. Japanese league, man, they're better than Koreas too. They're Koreans, right? They're a little bit better. The best Koreans are like in the big leagues, but just saying the Japanese league is the elite, is like the second best baseball league in the world, right? After Major League Baseball. And the Japanese league is freaking good, bro. And the pitchers are all really good. And they're low scoring games. They all play defense, fundamental baseball. I'm not saying every game goes under, but it's generally a lower-scoring league, and I've had a lot of success betting on unders. The Korean League is different, Cam. The Korean League, I don't know, man. Like, their fences are, like, 320 feet or something oh, across yeah. the board. Like, so no, no, like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's high-scoring, this league. It's a high-scoring. You, you lean with the overs uh, in Korea. But some of the teams here, the uh, Doosan Bears, the uh, Lotte Giants, yep. the Kia, the car company, Kia. Yeah, yeah Kia, yeah. 
That's the way they work over there. Like it's like the sponsor. They don't screw around. The Nets. Oh, they name. know. You're sponsored. We get. You're, That's the name of the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. They're called the Kia Tigers. <laughs> you have the Samsung Lions. Yeah, I like Sam. Actually, I need a new phone. Yeah, Samsung Lions. Maybe them. Yeah, Samsung teams are usually pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, no, I'm telling you, like uh, their yeah, basketball team's all right too. Yeah. Uh, LG. See, oh, like, it's a competition between electronic companies. That's right. LG, LG versus Samsung. Yeah, the <laughs> LG twins. Ooh, interesting. The uh, the Hanwha Eagles. The uh, Kiwoom Heroes. I figured you'd like this team. The NC Dinos. <laughs> yeah, I like the Dinos. That sounds cool. Also, the the first team, the Bears, because I am a Bear. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll be a SK Wyverns. Yep. KT Wiz. Wiz. They got, they got the coolest logo, actually. And the uh, Hyundai. Hyundai Unicorns. Yeah, Hyundai. Good good value team. Yeah, don't forget yeah, about those Hyundai. guys from the Hyundai plant. Good baseball team, them. <laughs> Hyundai Unicorns. That's great. Who did, Tom, who did Tom Selleck play for in the Japanese league? The Dragons? <laughs> what team was he playing for? I forget. Anyway, Mr. Baseball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to get Bobby Valentine back on. He's got some good Japanese. Oh, I, I love Bobby. That, that, that fake mustache routine, That was I still laugh to it this day. One of the that best things ever in the history of baseball. Incognito. He's actually very, um, like I said, we've had him on quite a bit. I've had him on, like, uh, here in New York quite a bit. He's the, uh, he's the athletic director, I believe, for Sacred Heart. Nice. Good yeah, say, say Sacred Heart, yeah. Uh, baseball coach, too. So he coaches the baseball team, but he's the athletic uh, director. All right, we'll take a quick uh, quick break. Uh, we'll jump back into the NFL and some of these quarterback props that are up on the board. Get on the grid. Game time decisions continues. SB- DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.